Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene has helped thousands with her books, seminars, and online academies. She's the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Push, and a mother of two. Hey there, I'm Shalene Johnson, and thank you so much for downloading this episode and spending some time with me today. I would like to also invite you to my other podcast, That's called Build Your Tribe. Now, Build Your Tribe is specifically designed for those of you who are interested in starting your own business or perhaps you already have a business and you'd like to find ways that you can grow it without killing yourself. In particular, how you can use online marketing to build your business. Today's episode is something that I think can help absolutely everyone. I mean, we've all been there. When something devastating happens, you just weren't expecting hadn't planned on it, and it just feels like nothing else matters. It's so upsetting. It's so life-altering that it's hard to imagine like why you should even bother returning an email. I expect everyone who's listening to my voice right now has experienced that on, on some level, and maybe you've lost a job or been in an accident, or maybe you've lost a loved one unexpectedly, learned that someone close to you or even maybe you have been diagnosed with an illness that's going to change the course of your life. An affair, finding out that your son or daughter is on drugs, or just that devastating news that just it knocks the wind right out of you. And it feels like the day will never be bright again. And you wonder how you're going to battle back from it. And you wonder if you'll ever be the same, if you'll ever be happy again, and, and how seemingly impossible it is in that moment to understand that there's a plan for this, and that this traumatic life-altering event can somehow be a blessing. My guest today is Jen Delvo. She's not just a guest, she's one of my closest and dearest friends. And in 2009, Jen and her husband Darren received the devastating news that Darren had stage three brain cancer. At that time, he was given 18 months to live, Jen and Darren decided to ignore the statistics and the diagnosis to use this experience to help them to grow closer, to find ways to live life to its fullest, to live their purpose, to help other people, and to make the most of every single day. In this episode, Jen will share with us how you can take the most traumatic moment in your life and rebound and recover with more strength and purpose than you ever imagined possible. In this episode, Jen shares what it's like to feel that, how to pull yourself from it, aside from just having people tell you to change your attitude or look for the silver lining. She literally, she walks us through the process, the what to do so that you can feel better, so that you can start to live your purpose. I know you're gonna find this episode so inspirational. And I'm so proud of Jen for sharing her story live with me. As a matter of fact, we recorded this episode live on camera on Periscope. If you haven't figured it out, I'm in love with Periscope and it's a great way for me to be able to interact with you live face-to-face almost daily. So download the Periscope app. It's available on both Android and on iPhone. And be sure to follow me. It's at Shalene Johnson. And before we get started, I just want to remind you, no matter what you're going through right now, it is going to get better. Tomorrow will be a brighter day and you can get through this. You can get through anything. You are a warrior. Do not give up. 
pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You are a lifer. And that means you're positive. You're resourceful. You're going to find a way for this to become a blessing because that's who you are. And God has a plan for your life. I know he does. On to the show. Thank you everyone for jumping on the Periscope tonight and for listening to this on uh, The Shaleen Show, which is my podcast. My name is Shaleen Johnson. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I'm the creator of several online academies like the Smart Success Academy, the Courageous Confidence Club, Smart Success, Marketing Impact Academy. And many of you might know me from um, my work in the fitness industry as well. I've done multiple fitness DVDs and infomercials. And I just love helping people get through stuff and find a better way. And I'm just obsessed with learning. And I'm a lifer. And the people who I like to help are what I call lifers. So you know you're a lifer if you're the type of individual who's humble, has a sense of humor, doesn't take yourself too seriously. You like to learn. You know there's lots of room for improvement. You're constantly seeking more information so that you can be better. You can be better at who you are and what you do. And I don't know, just make the world a better place. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds like super like schmoopy whoopy or whatever, but that's just how I feel. Yeah. So nice to have some Courageous Confidence members here like Jess. Hey, Jess, and a few other people. Tonight, we're doing this broadcast live for The Shaleen Show on Periscope. So I'd like to invite those of you who haven't already to please subscribe to me on Periscope. These broadcasts only stay live for 24 hours. My special guest here tonight is Jen Delvo. We met when we were probably 15 and 16 years old, I or, guess. Yes, or maybe younger. younger, like 13. Oh, okay. And um, we've been friends for a really, really long time, which is pretty rare. I mean, it's, I don't think it's rare to stay in contact with people, but it's rare to truly want to keep them in your life because right. they lift you up and you learn from totally them. Totally agree. And Jen is like the most awesome person in the world. And mm. people meet you for like five seconds and they're like, I, I love her. Oh, you're so sweet. It's true. Um, and uh, I wanted to invite Jen here because I just know so many people who are going through hard times and they think it's just never going to end and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I remember those days. So Jen, I wanted to ask if you would share with people a little bit about um, why we should listen to you. What have you been through that you can share with us and share some of your answers? Well, in uh, 2009, um, it was actually, Darren, my husband, Darren, wasn't feeling right. He just felt like something was weird. and And so he went to the doctor and they said, well, let's schedule an MRI. He was having problems with like his thoughts and um, just like words weren't coming out right. So the doctor said, well, let's just schedule an MRI. You're fine, but let's just do it. And the MRI happened to be on my birthday. Mm. So we went out to dinner and um, that night, the MRI was at 10 o'clock. In the morning or at night? Night. They schedule MRIs around the clock. Mm. So we went to the MRI after dinner and wine, and we were planning on just going back home. The kids were at our friends, and we were just celebrating. And so they took him back for the MRI, and the guy said, I'll be back in 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. So what are you doing? Sitting there texting people on my phone, and an hour passes, and I'm like, something's not right. So I started pacing the hallway. And then I remember seeing the guy that – took Darren. And he's the one that said, I'll bring him back to you in 45 minutes. 
And he's coming towards me without Darren. And I thought, why is he not bringing Darren? Like, what's going on? And immediately something went off. And I'm like, no, 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 everything's fine. And he said, hey, just come with me. Um, he's just getting dressed. And I thought, well, maybe Darren is just worried because it was taking a long time. Because mm-hmm. that's how he is. Mm-hmm. So we go back into the waiting room and he, we're in this tiny little room. I'm in this like, we're a changing room. And he comes back and he has an IV in his arm. And I'm like, what? The, you know, and he was like, I don't know. We're going up to the ER. They saw something in my brain. What did they see? <sighs> well, they saw a mass, but I literally at that point just froze and I had, I didn't hear anything else. We, they whisked us up to the ER and, Doctors and nurses came in and they were treating us like king and queen and bringing us blankets and waters, water. And Which I'm like, your alarms are going off like oh, something is wrong. Major. Like you, this does not happen. You know, usually you're in the hospital hours before you get help. And I'm like, something's not right. And then in walk three doctors and they say, we found a tumor in your brain. And from that moment on, I didn't hear anything else. And um, I l- went got physically sick. I went to the absolute worst case scenario. I thought I lost him right then and there. Mm. Like I thought that was it. And so what was, um, you know, not to bring us too far along in the story, but to kind of bring people up to date, what did they discover ultimately? Well, he, it's brain cancer. He's had two brain surgeries. Uh, He has a grade three anaplastic astrocytoma. Um, Anaplastic Say it again. Anaplastic astrocytoma. It's okay. in the glial family. So it's glioblastoma is like a grade four, the worst. He's one grade lower. So he's a grade mm. three. Um, so yeah, we've had some major ups and downs and I've learned a whole lot along the way. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping- And you ho- are one of the strongest people and you have found, a, it's the thing, the reason why I wanted to have Jen on the program with me today is because- she just has gone through this with such grace and determination to help other people and to help her husband. And yeah. I just, I can't think of a happier couple. Yeah. I can't think of a happier person. It's helped your spirit. It's helped you connect with your fitness. It's grown your business because instead of selling something, right. you're like, I just want to help people because yeah. I want to help people. Right. So Jen has agreed today to share with us her do's and don'ts yeah. for dealing with bad experience, a traumatic experience, and maybe it's bad news, or maybe it's a divorce, or maybe you just found out that your husband's having an affair, or or maybe you are having a cancer scare, or your child was murdered. I mean, and I want to bring it even down from that because sometimes you're like, I feel bad that this is stopping me in my tracks and I'm obsessing about it because right. there are people like Jen who are dealing with you know, a grade three brain tumor or someone who's lost their child, but yet whatever it is right now, it's bad news and it stops you in your tracks. And it can be something as simple as, you know, like lose, I shouldn't say as simple, but you know, we all know that there are levels to this and losing a child is certainly not on the same level as losing your job. Right. But when you're in it, sometimes we get stuck. And so Jen's got some great advice for people. This is really why so many people have become part of your tribe because you help people get through these traumatic life experiences. Your first don't is don't freak out. Don't panic. So what does your do? If what you did initially was to panic and you freaked out. And I did. I completely did everything wrong. I freaked. I was, I couldn't stop crying. I had to, I just didn't do it right. And so we've had so many ups and downs and anybody that's dealing with cancer, divorce, or any of those situations, you know, there's so many highs and there's so many lows. And, and so I've learned along the way that you have to remain calm. 
Mm-hmm. And you have to think through it. And you cannot go to that worst case scenario. You have to think, okay, we're going to get through this. And you and you just have to really start researching and just be calm. How, how do you stay calm? Like, it's really easy to say, stay calm. Like, I remember when we were kids. I'm going to have you lean forward a little bit so we can okay. see you. I remember when we were kids. My dad would say, now calm down, calm down. I'm like, that's not making me calm. It would like freak me out. So how do you stay calm? Well, you can't think the worst and you have to stay positive mm-hmm. and you have to look at, there's some sort of blessing in this and you may not know it yet, but know it's there and know that this may be the worst day of your life and it's not going to get any worse and you're going to get through it. I mean, mm-hmm. you just have to stay positive. Darren is the most positive person I know. And he's taught me so much. I mean, I remember looking at him and just thinking, how is he even accepting this news and just talking through it? Like I was a zombie. He, mm-hmm. he taught me a lot about mm-hmm. how to handle this and being calm and, and, and really just thinking about where you are and what you're going to do. Well, your next don't was you said, don't gossip about it. Don't talk, no matter what it is, don't talk to everybody about it. Right. And the worst thing to do, you said, was to go on the internet and just read forums and chat lines. Terrible. So if that's the don't, what's the do? You want to research credible, like we went to, we went to, we looked at Duke University. We looked at uh, where we ended up was um, MD Anderson. That's great information. We went to doctors that we knew, friends. We talked with them. We will, I searched out people that were going through something similar and I talked to them. Mm. You have to do the research. So for those people who aren't dealing with a medical trauma, like maybe it is um, divorce or they just found out that their their teenage daughter is on drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, so then now we're not necessarily talking about medical resources, right. but where do people research research those kinds of things where they're not getting the hype right. and all the worst case scenarios from online chat rooms, et cetera? Where can people go? What do you suggest people do to find like credible information? Podcasts. Oh, cool. Books. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Like if I'm dealing with, and I'm not even talking about this, if there's something else in my life, I immediately start, go to the bookstore Mm. and I look in that area and I start reading and researching and figuring out the best way. I plan things out. Mm. For me, I I get into my own little place and I have to research and I make a plan. I see a lot of people bringing up some points that we're going to um, get to shortly. Yeah, but, um, and we're going to get to that, but I wanted to ask you a question about your faith and staying calm. Mm -hmm. Did your faith play a part in helping you to stay calm? Absolutely. How was your faith developed in dealing with all of this? Well, you just pray. You know, because sometimes you hear people say like, if there was a God, no, this wouldn't have happened to me. No. Don't make it worse by focusing on the worst case, devastating news. Like, how do you not focus on the worst case scenario if you've just found out, you know, any traumatic life event? Like, how do you not focus on the negative? <sighs> you have to look for the positive. I mean, you just have to. It's taught Darren and I so much. Like, here we are. If we did the research of, we don't ever go there. We know we don't ask questions, and we just think about the everyday life and how we're going to live each day to the fullest. But we are always trying to be as positive as possible. I mean, we just that's what we have to smile. Do. Yeah, we wake up every day. I mean, it's easy to say. I mean, how many of you who are watching this right now are going through something so hard? Tell us, how does that feel to hear advice? Like if, if you're going through this right now, that's the beauty of being here live. Can you tell us 
and whether or not you can or cannot see that. Um, Absolutely. Starting your day with positive thoughts. I mean, you guys, that's hard. I know. And But I would wake up every day. I would open my eyes and I would say something really, 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 really good is going to happen. Even though it might be the most difficult time and you literally don't even want to get out of it, you're going to feel better. And it, you may not feel great that day, but it's going to just keep getting better. Mm. I mean, I'm seeing so much great advice from people here that just... um so much great advice. This person says, my son's brain tumor, I stayed so positive and it touched other people and moms. It's not easy. And no matter what it is, like you were saying the other day that people will often say to you, oh, this doesn't even compare to what you're going through. So I have you, and what do you always say to those people? No, everybody has their thing. It may be so minor, but that's what you're going through. And I'm seeing so many people share their own personal struggles. Like someone said that their husband is suffering from MS. They lost their son. Their son was murdered. I think that's really important is to realize that you're not alone. Right. You know, your next tip for us was, oh, this is a really good one, Jen. This is a great one. Not to lose yourself and become obsessed. And the way that we protect ourselves is to constantly be thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, you start to get obsessed with this thing. You can't return an email. You can't return a phone call. I mean, my whole life, I would go to workouts. I'd be that person in the back room kind of going through it and then go home and have a glass of wine and pizza. That yeah. used to be me. And, and you can avoid taking your antidepressant medications. I'm not telling you to go off that, right. but I'm just saying like, try that first. It's amazing what it does in your brain. It's amazing yeah. what it does for your confidence, for your energy level. It's traumatic life event, so I need something to look forward to. So I'm going to work on my bikini body. That's not no. ever my goal when it comes to fitness. It's self-care. It is. And it's being able to stay youthful and young and energetic. And how did you deal with just, aside from exercise? Therapy, for sure. I, I had to do some EMDR, even therapy. Like to, to, There were some friends would be like, Jen, you need to cry. And I remember even you, when yeah, I was yeah. here visiting, like, you're like, you don't cry? how are you getting through this? EMDR therapy, for those of you who are not regular listeners to The Shalene Show, I talk about EMDR therapy a lot because I think it's pretty freaking cool. It's awesome. Smart people go to therapy. It's not hypnosis, but it kind of unsticks the brain. And so you did EMDR therapy for yourself. I would suggest if people want to learn more about EMDR therapy, um, you can go to drmichaela.com. But I would definitely, when you're looking for a therapist... It's best to find somebody you know, don't you think? Like talk to people. I think so. I, you know, I've heard some people have really good success on Yelp. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Brandon I, had such a great comment, and I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Jen. We'll go back to that. But so often, the person who's dealing with the diagnosis feels like they're losing their independence, and so yes. that's another really reason, another really great reason why people should consider going to therapy right. together. You yes, know? that helped us huge because that's so right on. That happened. That completely happened with us. Um, no, but with EMDR a therapist, you need to find a good one because there are some that will say they are and they really don't. So, Jen, I know that uh, we've got some people here live on the broadcast who wanted to ask, um, how, how do you combat adrenal fatigue and stress and overeating and lack of sleep because you're dealing with this incredibly traumatic life event? How did you deal with that? What was your what was your meds? What was your what was your solution? Well, um, I did start out on meds for just for the week. I actually was on an anti-anxiety in the beginning, but I didn't want to do that. That was like that first week when I found I think out. I it's really honest. Rest. Yeah. You know, I mean, gosh. It was um, something like Valium or something because I needed to chill out. But um, just eating healthy and exercise. and But people know to do that. How do they do that? What, what do they need to f- know that they're going to feel? And, and how did you start getting through it when, you know, I think a lot of people, when they don't know what to do, so they turn to food or alcohol, or they're just not sleeping, and they just, it's like you want comfort. 
you know, so you it's like, I don't care. This doesn't have calories and I just don't care right now because I'm going through this. So what do people need to know? What are they going to feel? They're going to feel amazing if they are not exercising, sleeping all day. That's going to make you feel worse. Right. That's it. I mean, that is going to make you feel worse. So you have to take little steps. I mean, if you are that person that's struggling so bad that you can't even get out of bed, baby steps. Just do little things every day. You don't have to change the world in one day, but just do things for you and your family. Food can heal you. I mean, food can heal you if it's the right food, if it's healthy food, if it's toxic food. All you're doing is damaging your spirit, you're hurting your energy, you're prolonging the time that you feel depressed and it becomes a vicious cycle where you're not exercising, you're not eating right, so you just keep doing that and you stop caring about yourself and you you feel like, what's the point when I'm going through this thing? It's the ultimate, I know you don't wanna do this and I know you don't wanna hear this, just promise yourself baby steps. Today, I'm gonna stop eating whatever that is, it's junk, and I'm gonna replace it with this. Tomorrow, I'm just gonna exercise for 10 minutes, only 10 minutes, and just make those promises to yourself to do things in small incremental baby steps so that you can feel the result of that. And when you feel what happens and how good you feel, then you'll want to do it the next day, as opposed to just somebody sitting here on a periscope telling you that it's the right thing to do. Just see for yourself, test it out and see how much better you feel. Always tired, nothing cheers me up. Something has got to cheer you up. Mm. Go back. I mean, maybe you're in a rough time right now. Think about what made you happy previously. It's good advice. Yeah, you know, and let's talk about mindset for a second. Because it's really easy to get into that spiral, that downhill, like everything's yeah. terrible, bad things are going to happen. The, um, the friend you said had a lump in her breast and she was like, well, I, I probably have cancer. Oh, yeah. But it's not. I mean, you cannot think the worst because that that a lump in your breast is common. Oh, so what she did was she was like, okay, well, so I have to have this removed. And I thought, well, why not get a little breast augmentation while they're there? (laughs) There's something positive for you. Not that everybody needs to go do that, but like you find the silver lining. And it's funny, you know, I know a couple of friends too, who especially women, you know, we have to have breast exams all the time. And I'm sure we're going to have lurkers in here now because of what we're talking about. But you know, there are those people who are like, yeah, it's probably cancer. Right. And then those people are like, yeah, it's it's probably just a, a, a mass. It's just a tumor. I just grow cysts. It's no big deal. That's the attitude you have. You know, if you start to worry, all you're going to do is expend energy and love and emotion on something that may never be. Why waste time worrying? Why waste energy? Why waste you know, this beautiful day that you have and the love and energy and attention that you can give to other people about something you don't know how it, like wait until you know it's bad news to figure out what you need to do next and then go into research mode. And I think Darren, I mean, he is the most positive person I know, right? It's crazy. I mean, like- The happiest, nicest, most- Right. You can't get enough of him. They gave him a year and a half to live and it was 2009. So- You know, like in 2009, they told him you have a year and a half to live. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Did he just ignore He never that? believed it. Mm. He never believed it. He was like, no, I have kids and I'm going to get through this. And People like, want to know if Darren has a periscope. Would you like to see Darren on a periscope and meet the happiest, nicest, coolest, most positive guy on the planet with a brain tumor? Just got goosebumps. With or without? Well, he's going to be for sure on my podcast. We're going to be doing a lot of this because his advice is amazing. Yeah, he's he's amazing, amazing person. So, you know, that I think that's a great testament to hear that kind of devastating news, mm-hmm. right? And then to 
say, I'm not, that's a statistic. No. That's not my statistic. Right. I'm going to do my own thing and live my own life. Yeah. He'll say, okay, if they're going to give me 10, I'll make it to 20. And he doesn't even say that much that I've only heard him say that a couple of times. He's usually talking about when we're 80, mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing, which is amazing. And, and he lives his life that way. Mm-hmm. He lives every day to the fullest. And here's an example of how important it is to have really positive beliefs is Another person that we met going through a similar situation, his grade was actually lesser. It was okay. a grade two. Darren's is a grade three. And his um, wife has talked to me. They are in a deep depression and it affects the whole family. He is, it's just a terrible situation for everybody. So you have to try to really look at the positive and believe in yourself and believe that you're going to beat those statistics. And those are just statistics. And I have to talk real for a second. When all you're focused on is the negative and how terrible things are and all you're seeing is the worst case scenario and you're wallowing in your own pain, all you're doing is putting pain and burden on other people. Yeah. Including yourself. You're making it worse for yourself and worse on everybody else. Negativity breeds negativity, as as Mojo Marie just said. And it's not fair to do to the people that you love. And it is a mindset and it is contagious. It's, It's what you're telling yourself. So there was somebody here in our live chat who said, all I can see is the negative. And that's because that's all that you're looking for. Right. You got to see the positive. You got to change your thoughts. You can do that. You just have to change your thoughts. It's practice. And it, it is a habit. It's just like when you buy a new car yeah. and then suddenly you see that car everywhere. You're like, when did everybody yes. start driving my car in the exact same color? Because that's what you've chosen right. to focus on. So choose to focus on something incredibly positive. And somebody earlier in a comment, and I'm sorry, that I don't know who left this comment, but said, I wake up every day and I make a list, even if it's a short list of everything that I'm grateful for. That's awesome. You have to be, you've got a device to be watching this on right now. You're listening to this podcast. You're watching this Periscope. You have so much to be happy about, so much to be grateful for. You're alive. You you can use your mind. You've got technology and people you can connect with around the planet who can help you and support you. And there's so much to be grateful for. There is. It is there's blessings in everything. So you have to focus on that. Yeah. I mean, I know another person, this is kind of on the negative side, why you don't want to, but she was diagnosed with cancer and she said, when is when I'm gonna when am I gonna die? And they said, Well, here's statistics and she died even sooner Before, than that. Yeah. It's just, it's, you don't want to look at that. Darren, we don't ask those questions. We think the positive, we look to our future, we plan our future, we plan out the year and and years after that, like what we're going to be doing. Yeah. We're excited about it. Life in general is terminal. We're all going to die. So like why focus on that? Can you imagine? I absolutely love how important it is to talk about this kind of stuff and for people to connect. And, and the one tip that I want to leave people with Jen is um, you said that when you're going through something like this, something really difficult and And I know that everyone who's listening to this has had a moment in your life where you had such devastating, unexpected trauma. Mm -hmm. Something you you just weren't anticipating it. It just knocks the wind out of you. And you think to yourself, why me? Why is this happening to me? This isn't fair. And it's difficult to focus. And it's hard to see that there will ever be a bright day again. And it's hard to imagine that there's ever going to be a blessing from this. And all you want to do is make it go away or rewind the clock and pretend this never happened. But it did happen. And one of the biggest mistakes that you you said that people make is that they expect other people to know what to say or they, you know, to expect that people are going to be kind or even understanding or even, 
use common sense is too high of an expectation. And that people often say really insensitive things and they just because they don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. And that what is your advice for people who are like, you know, you have to deal with the dumb things people say or that just people just don't understand. Seek people that are going through something similar. They understand. Were you were you um, reluctant to connect with another group Absolutely. or so? Tell me why. Because I thought it would, it would just be sad and depressing, and I did not want to go there. Darren and I would go to uh, the hospital where Darren went. It's like a okay. cancer center, or just if you're going to chemo, you know the type of people you see. Well, when Darren and I went, what does that mean? Very sick people, and I didn't want to be sad. We I mm. we were we're not cancer, and we didn't want to be that. We still live that way. Yes, it's a big part of our life, but it doesn't define us. It's not who we are. It's okay, just, so at what there. point did you finally say, okay, I think well, I, it might be helpful to connect. And it wasn't in a support group and not anything against support group. I know that's that helps a lot of people. But for me, it was meeting people online and hearing their story and helping each other through it. So no matter what it is that you're going through, don't expect that your friends, your fa- even the people who love it. you so much, they just, they don't know. They don't know what you're going through. Jen, I know that people are going to want to connect with you. If you haven't already, please be sure to follow Jen on Periscope, and we have a massive demand here live for people asking for you. What is your website? JenDelvo.com, J-E-N-D-E-L-V-A-U-X. Somebody just said A. I just want to thank everybody for staying on all the way to the end. You guys are amazing. Thank you for your support. Thank you for each one of you who (gasps) stay in touch. I saw so much of that networking and support happening during this live broadcast that I I just know it was God's end that the two of you will meet, that you were able to meet Jen tonight and to hear her story. And I just want to thank each and every one of you for all the hearts that you were giving while we were sharing this content. And then up a little bit, and you'll see the little blue circle. You can click subscribe. or still sisters. Bye, guys. Bye. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, All you have to do is, while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337, and that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence, and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear, and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt, 
and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.